Welcome back to the Buffalo Blitz, and I am your host, Peter DiBiase, and it is another edition of the Buffalo Blitz on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Guys, I appreciate everyone watching, clicking on the link. I appreciate everyone at Built in Buffalo. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. And this is the Buffalo Blitz, as always. I hopefully, I am on vacation, so I'm going to put a disclaimer out here right now. I am on vacation I hope the internet holds up. If it doesn't, I'm going to be like Tampa Neal. No offense, Tampa Neal. But internet might be a little choppy, but I'm on vacation just for this week. I got a little bit of a tan. Um, but I hope you guys have a good time. I hope you guys time chime in. We'll be breaking down the running backs this week on the Buffalo Blitz. Guys, comment section is open. And like I said, follow uh, Built in Buffalo on every single platform. Also follow me on Twitter at Peter. But the comment section is open. Drop your comments. We'll be talking about them all night. But... Without further ado, let's bring on my man, man, Brian from Breaking Tables. How are we doing tonight, man? Doing awesome, Peter. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? A little bit, of, a little bit of a choppy intro. We hopefully the knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood. Hopefully, um, the internet kind of saves itself. But it's only an hour. It could be worse. But the Buffalo Blitz has to go on. Brian, how, how, how's your week going so far, man? Man, it's going good, brother. Working hard, playing hard. Appreciate you having me on, uh, Buffalo Blitz. Uh, you got to change your name, though. It's no longer Peter. It's uh, I thought I thought we established that you're 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 the doctor. You're you're the doc. The doctor Izzy calls me the millionaire. Um, I like um, I like both. I'll take the millionaire or um, doctor <laughs> any any time of the week. Um, Brian, where I know most in built in Buffalo can follow. I know where the following, but where can everyone find you? Bill and Buffalo, uh, Mondays and Thursdays, now at 8 o'clock due to my uh, hours of work, changes, uh, changing jobs and uh, pushing it back to 8 o'clock. And uh, it's going to be interesting the next month. We have a lot of guests lined up, brother. Yeah, guys, um, I know the Wi-Fi just might have gave out for half a second there. But, hey, this is what we're going to be doing for the rest of the night. Hopefully <laughs> it's okay and I... I want. I wanted to keep the Buffalo Blitz going on vacation. Um, was it the best idea? I don't know, but we'll see how it is. I know. Um, it's not any worse than than my co-host Tampa Neal. No, so you no, do it it's right. only an hour. It's only an hour. The content's going, and next week I'll be back in my normal normal place, and we'll be the Wi-Fi will be churning out as always. So let's let's get into the conversation. Look before we go with the cat. Go Bills. Go Bills. And Dr. Millionaire, hey, I like the name Dr. Millionaire. I like the name a lot. Dr. Millionaire sounds pretty good. I kind of like that too, bro. Sounds kind of good. I don't want to be fooling myself and say I'm Dr. Millionaire, but if you and Izzy want to call me that, I'm not going to disagree at all. Um, But the reason for the show tonight, guys, as always, we'll be breaking down some of the running back competition this year. The running back competition is going to be very interesting. Comment section is open, so drop your thoughts on that. We're going to start talking with Mr. Devin Singletary, guys. Devin Singletary had, I would say, a very underrated season. I wrote a article last week, Brian, on builtinbuffalonews.com. Great website. I know you write for them. Right, obviously for us, it's a great website. And I, he was a 17th ranked running back in fantasy football last year. And I know fantasy is a little different than obviously the regular season, not the regular season, then actual football, like the aspect of football and winning games. But he totaled 197.89 points. He was very efficient as a running back. What are your thoughts on Devin Singletary? And then we're kind of chop it up with Devin Singletary. You know, that's fantastic, though. That's a really good stat just because of who we have as a quarterback who just 
focuses on throwing a ball. So, you know, getting 180 touches and still getting top 17, uh, you know, top tier of, of, of fantasy points is amazing, bro. I think that's, that's for what, for what he does for that kind of offense. It's, it's very important. That means that he is, he needs to be there. Believe it or not, he is an RB one on a passing first offense, which is crazy. Yeah. And I also think, I don't know if you agree when people, talk about our offense and they talk about the running game. They're like, well, we have to pass the ball. Obviously you want to have Josh Allen with the ball in his hands. You want to have the best player on the football team and one of the best players in the league with the ball in his hands, obviously, but to have not even, you don't have to have a top five running attack, Brian, you have to have a threat of a running attack on this offense. And Devin Singletary gives you a threat in the running game. I don't think people talk about Devin Singletary enough being He's not a tier one running back. Obviously, he's not a tier two. I had him as a fantasy, like a low-end tier two running back. Like That's where I grade him as. I think he can be a very capable back in this offense, especially with James Cook. We will talk about James Cook in a little bit because I know you and I both love James Cook. And Absolutely. I love his pre-draft visit. But does Devin, do you agree? I don't think Devin Singletary gets the love that he deserves. Well, it's he's he's shadowed. Uh, he's overshadowed with with Josh Allen at the helm. Uh, the first person you can think of on the Buffalo Bills is not Devin Singletary; it's Josh Allen. Uh, but for what he is doing, I, I think that he, he he could start anywhere else and probably tear it up. I mean, he, he tore it up in college, and uh, he's making headway. Put it that way, for lack yes. of a better word, in the NFL with a pass first offense. So, I mean, you got to give him, you got to give the man props, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to give, yeah, of, of course. And I also think that because he isn't, doesn't have a household name and because he isn't the main focus on the offense, like you said, he doesn't get the love that he deserves. And you know what? That might help the Bills when it comes contract times because his contract is up at the end of the season. I don't think people want to talk about that enough. I think that's going to become very crucial if the Bills want to view him as a future running back. What also I'm excited about Devin Singletary and the running game as a whole. Brian, we upgraded the interior of the O-line. Finally, we finally have an upgraded interior line. Look, we have Mitch Morse, who's been a stable for the last couple of years. Ryan Bates finally, finally got legit playing time at the right guard position, and he is second half of the year was a very good right guard. They bring in Roger Saffold. Like that guy's an absolute mauler at left guard. You have good depth in Quessenberry, who they got from the Titans, who started at the guard position all 17 games for the Tennessee Titans. And he's coming to be a backup for the Bills. Look, is he that, elite? that just like, says a lot that's, right there. That's, he's not an elite like level guard, obviously, but a guy that started for a playoff team all throughout the regular season, that's depth. Like that is, that can't be, that's not horrible for the Bills. I think they're, and you brought back Aaron Cromer. Uh, he is considered an offensive line. Well, I'm thinking of uh, uh, the offensive line coach, right? I'm thinking of yeah. Kramer. Yes. Cromer, I said Cromer or Kramer? Yeah. I don't Cromer, even know. Kramer. Well, I think, I think it's Kramer. Bail us out yeah. right here. But, so but the coach K. Bobby Johnson moved on, and then it's, it's, they bring in the new offensive line coach who was here in Buffalo uh, a handful of years back with one of our be- 
best running games under McDermott. He was with the Rams for a little while. I think not anybody's talking about that enough, how this offensive line got better. And we have another year of Spencer Brown, who's had a great <laughs> year at right tackle, and we have Mr. Uh, Snowman at left tackle. So this offensive line took a step in the right direction this past year. So once again, that running game will should be much improved. It's Cromer. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate the comment. Uh, breaking tables, Brian, Kim, a little breaking tables. Guys, breaking tables, Mondays and Thursdays. Break, how, how much fun do you have doing breaking tables? We're I going like, streaking every single night we go on air. Uh, dude, it's so much fun, man. It's not It's not your like X's and O's like, you know, no. Dr. Millionaire over here. But uh, it's just having a good time, man. It's having a good time. Uh, we focus on the fan base. You focus on football. It's, yeah. Same love, but different categories, right? Exactly. And I think you guys, breaking tables, anything I built in Buffalo is freaking tremendous. Fire, bro. We, we run we run the podcast world. Think about that. You know what's crazy? I know we're getting off topic, but we'll get off topic. We got another 50 minutes, 50 minutes or so, so we'll get off topic here. Um, built in Buffalo's Facebook page, Dave and I were going back and forth with it, booming. Booming. Yeah, yeah, Last week on my episode, and hopefully we do this well, I logged off on the episode. When the episode, the show ended, right? And and, and broadcast, right? Went to Facebook, a thousand views right away on Facebook. I was like, holy cow. And I've been doing this for a couple weeks. And I was like, holy cow. We get like two, almost 2,000, two and a half thousand every live show on Facebook. Nobody's doing that on YouTube. Nobody's doing that on YouTube from any, like, um, like YouTube's obviously other creators' main platforms. We get that YouTube going up. Built in Buffalo is going places. Built in Buffalo is going places. I agree um, with you, brother. I agree with you 100%. It's, uh, you know, YouTube is kind of more of the younger crowd. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is more of the the generational crowd who lived through the the agony. Uh, but once once we start cracking into other markets, it's hands down. And plus, we have the best personnel in the network. And we have the best owner in Dave Myers. Dave Myers is the man. Smash that like for Peter Bryan. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank you, Dallas. Let's let's ride this train all the way to nine o'clock. Appreciate it, Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown is great. Look, he's getting like look his up and down. He obviously had an up and down rookie year, but there was more ups than more downs. He was a third round pick. The dude's a mauler. I have that, that signed picture. I mean, you know that picture of him chugging the beer? Was it against, was that against Carolina? It was against. We were in red. Oh, you know. jeepers! I should have done my research. Oh. I didn't do it. But I have that picture yeah. signed and framed in my room at home. That's a badass picture, man. That's a it was home. All I know was home. So <laughs> that's a badass. Eight picture. games, right? Eight yeah. games we can narrow it down to. Yes, that's a yeah. Facebook is the future. Facebook is the past, the present, and the future. It's all in one. Um, we do have a lot of people on the bandwagon, but yeah, Bills fans are we're getting there. We're we are getting there, and we don't want anyone else on the bandwagon. We'll take as many people as we want. Not Dolphins, Patriots, or Jets fans. Um, <laughs> Devin Singletary, guys. I, I want to keep talking about him because I think he doesn't get talked about enough. His passing ability is the one, I would say, question mark on his, I would say, resume. If he can improve his passing ability, just a uh, pass catching ability, excuse me. Obviously, he's not throwing the rock. But pass catching ability to maybe like a B, B-plus level, I think his – game takes another level do you think do we see another gear of devin singletary or do you think we kind of peaked out at devin singletary which if we peaked out at devin singletary would it be a little disappointed yes but it's not the end of the world for the bills 
guys, don't forget, he started off with only two. Uh, the first two seasons had like two touchdowns uh, a piece uh, coming from college where he had like something insane, like 60 touchdowns running the ball. So he's used to getting fed the ball coming to a pass first offense. He's got to take that step back and also still build his, his, his resume. Uh, like you mentioned, he's, he's going to be going to a contract here very soon. Um, and I think last year he kind of did that with our pass first mentality. I mean, he ran over 800 yards. Just, I mean, 180 yeah. touches, 800 yards. That's that's yeah. not bad. Nobody talks about Devin Singletary. Look, I don't want to talk about him as like a top tier running back, but he should be in that second half tier running back. He really finished 17th in fantasy points. I know fantasy points is not like what we go off of, but that's a middle tier running back. And with the improvement of the interior offensive line, the gap should be open. His, his lane should be bigger. And once again, the Bills are going to be pass heavy which they should be. You have Josh Allen throwing you the ball. But Devin Singletary, when he gets his carries, he will have to be successful. He has proven he can be successful. And his his ability when he gets to the second level, Brian, his like agility and his juke moves is something absurd because his footwork, his his lower body, because he's so low to the ground, was he 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but his speed is off the chart. When not, he gets, not really a big guy. Yeah, I agree. Which is a good thing because he can stay low and he can he can burst. And I think if the Bills can get like a legit running game going here, Brian, like a legit running game, then sky's the limit for this offense, even though we have arguably the best offense in the NFL. Now, don't forget, we got Ken Dorsey coming at the helm, former quarterback, and he does see a lot of things differently being a positional piece that, I mean, he, he's up for Hall of Famer in college. Okay, Uh, winning a national title with University of Miami, coaching players like Cam Newton, Uh, Cam Newton at his peak is Josh Allen, like not even close to his roof. That's scary. Think about that. Just think how scary that is. Okay, Uh, and then you've got guys that just that are the the coaching staff that is getting surrounded by people who should be starting other teams. Okay, first off, like Patriots, for example, they need an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. Okay, well, they're all coming to Buffalo. They're like, I want to play for, you know, McDermott, Josh Allen, and Dorsey. So uh, it's, it's, I I think it's going to be different because everybody's going to be expecting a pass. And now Singletary is like, all right, well, I'm in my, uh, well, final year, final contract year. Uh, It's either they pick me up or I have to go somewhere else to make a living. Uh, I did great year three. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. I need to be that like Marshall Falk to what he was to Kurt Warner back in 99, 2000, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Look, the Bills don't need, like I said, I would love a Marshall Falk, but they don't need an elite, an elite running game. They need a running game that scares people a little. P- teams have to game plan that because, Brian, once they game plan – for a running attack, then Mr. Josh Allen can do his thing with the plurry of weapons. I use that word right, hopefully, of weapons the on the outside. Of weapons. <laughs> yeah, okay. And his legs and just Josh Allen being Josh Allen. The Ken Dorsey thing, excuse me, is very interesting. I have a cough going here. Um, Ken Dorsey thing. You're, gonna, you're killing me here, bro. Um, Ken Dorsey, 
This is why having Brian's on. It, you never know where we're going to go from eight to nine. You never know. Um, but having Ken Dorsey on uh, this coaching staff is different than Brian Dable in the sense that Ken Dorsey is a quarterback, like you said. He likes to pass the ball, right? That's what quarterbacks like to do. But it wasn't like Brian Dable was, oh, I love to run the ball. We saw from time to time, Brian Dable just said, F the run. We are not running the ball. And that kind of hurt the offense, I would say, from time to time because it became too predictable. I would say, yes, Ken Dorsey is more of a pass-heavy guy. He should be because he's a quarterback's coach. But if he learned anything from Brian Dable is we cannot rely on the pass. If we sprinkle in the run game, we get a consistent run game, this offense can take it to itself to a different level. Yeah, no doubt, bro. No doubt. And don't forget the other, like where we're talking about the other, like the guys that are surrounding them, the, 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 like the coaching staff. Uh, who was that one? Was it, was it Cromer? Oh, shoot. It was, uh, not, was it Mike Shula? It was, there was a, uh, a, a interim coach when Rivera got fired from Carolina Panthers, who all he wanted to do was pass the ball, be pass heavy. And they were like, we need to run it more with McCaffrey. So he's like, well, what the hell? No. And he ended up getting fired. And uh, I, I, well, either it was either Shula mm-hmm. or Cromer. I, I can't remember. Or okay. even Austin Gunn. But the, point, the point's the yeah. same. The point's the same. Yeah, they, they just they're, yeah. they're all focused on the the strengths of the Buffalo yeah. Bills is passing first. But then we have these these guys like Devin Singletary was like, you cannot sleep on him. You can't no. sleep on him. No, you cannot. Not in one second. Let's go to the comment section here. Would Dallas come in? Would you like to see another Bills Cardinals game this season? Or you're not interested in that matchup? Well, it would have to be in the Super Bowl, right? Do we we don't play the we don't, we don't play them, yeah. It, 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 the I, Super Bowl. I'm gonna go on a limb and say the Cardinals are not making the Super Bowl. I think Kyle Murray's a very fantastic quarterback, but he peaks halfway through the year. Cliff Kingsbury is such an overrated coach. Um, you saw that PFF list, right? The top 10 yeah, head coaches. Oh my god, we could do an episode. I might have had to do an episode just on that horrible list because yeah. they're I'm not asking buddy anybody to lose their job. Like, I'm not gonna advocate for people to lose their job because Go get your money, right? Hey, well, Bill Belichick, lose your job. You okay, suck at life. But who the heck is paying those people at PFF to put that list out? I honestly think that if you guys haven't seen the list, go on Built in Buffalo because we have it on somewhere on our Twitter, right? I'm just, yeah, we have it on somebody or Dave. Dave retweeted it. So Dave on his Twitter, Dave Myers on Twitter, and Built in Buffalo retweeted it at Cliff Kingsbury as the fourth best head coach in the NFL. They missed Sean McVay, they missed Mike Tomlin, and they missed Sean McDermott. Mike McCarthy was there. Um, there was like, look, Bill Belichick's up there. Obviously, Andy Reid's up there. John Harbaugh, all great coaches. But not having Sean McVay who just won a Super Bowl, not having Sean McDermott or Mike Tomlin, who when they haven't had a losing season in like a million freaking years, was absurd. And then they're paying people at PFF. So that's why you got to follow Built and Buffalo because we are coming with honest, honest content. And yeah, we're not lying. I, I, I would agree with this. Not fully. Brian, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think Motor can take – I don't think he can fully take over a game like just himself. I don't think there's a lot of running backs in the NFL that can do. I think you can count it on one finger – on one hand what running backs can take over a game. But we're not asking him to. What are your thoughts on this? But I don't think this is a bad thing if you're Motor. Like, this is not a knock on him. It's just so hard. It's just really hard because the only way where we would have to depend on a running game – Look back at uh, when we had 50 mile an hour wins. We lost to the Patriots, and they're all like, "We're gonna run the Super Bowl." I am saying, 
goes to the Patriots and we just destroy them back-to-back games, uh, including the perfect game in the playoffs. So um, it, the only that would really be the only way. That was a freak game. It happens rarely, maybe once every two years, where we have some sort of weathering thing where some yeah. weather that's going to affect the game. We're going to need that. I mean, knock on wood, unless Josh Allen gets injured, but then we still have Case and Keenum that can throw the balls to our absolutely deep wide receivers. Um, I just, I don't think he can take over the game. He didn't take over the game when when we played the Patriots, right? Losing your, losing your beater. Got that Tampa Neal Wi-Fi. I have the Tampa Neal Wi-Fi. Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, this is gonna be. This is what happens, guys, when you do the Buffalo Blitz on vacation. So I'm sorry, <laughs> copy from eight to nine, but I wanted to wanted to put out an hour of content. Hey, next week, guys, we will be we back and better. We'll be we'll be normal and normal Wi-Fi. This is vacation house, beach house Wi-Fi. This is what you get with uh, beach house Wi-Fi. I'm sorry for everybody that's trying to listen, but hey, stick with us. We appreciate. Um, Buffalo is now a model that other model, excuse me, that other teams want to follow. Yeah, I would say so. Look, the Giants are doing exactly. They poached Joe Shane to be the GM, assistant GM in the Bills. Brian Dable as their head coach, uh, offensive coordinator for the Bills. Their teams are doing that because the model for success, obviously the Bills have shaped it with the great defense, drafting the secondary, the development of the secondary, obviously. But then you have Josh Allen, but not everyone team has Josh Allen. So that's where it's only a couple of teams that have quarterbacks level of Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Holmes, Tom Brady, and probably Justin Herbert at this point that have that level of quarterback play. So Burrow. you can uh, Burrow. Yes, Burrow's getting it. Yes, Burrow. And obviously you can get to a point where you can model your team around the Bills, but if you don't have that quarterback, it just it kind of it kind of kind of limits your it kind of limits your thing. Um Defense is fearing Singletary seems absurd to me. I don't think that's absurd. I really don't. Look, they don't have to fear him, but they have to game plan him, or they have to make sure, or the Bills have to make sure that he is in the other team's game plan. That is it. Because once he's there thinking about him and once they're game planning for him, then the Bills' offense goes to a different level because it is possible to stop him. Because they're, they're going to be game planning for Josh Allen. And then it's like, yeah. oh, there's yeah, there's Singletary who? Oh, my God. Why would we not play for him? No, I think you ha- he has to be. Yes. Because he is elusive. He is going to, if you game plan for, plan for him, yes, you have a chance of stopping him. Let's look at last year. And now we have a better line than last year. He's only getting better than when he was last year, getting only 188 touches as a running back in the NFL, which is stupid. Yes. Because it's- everything else is north of 300. Yes, and yeah, the increase of Singletary's reps, all that stuff, and the increase in O-line will help. Um, Peter, let's get that Walmart Wi-Fi situation. Yeah, we got bad Wi-Fi here. but <laughs> I can't. You. What? That's what it sounds like. That's what it, that's right here. It's a beach house. Who cares about the Wi-Fi actually? Yeah, you know what? I got a nice tan going to the beach every day. So at the end of the day, it's a beach house. We don't care about the Wi-Fi. I appreciate all the comments coming in. <laughs> it, it means a lot, guys. You guys are commenting. Um. We're moving on to another running back here. We're going on to Zach Moss of the Buffalo Bills, and this is going to be a hot topic. What do the Bills do with Zach Moss? Do they keep him? 
or do they cut him? It's it's that simple. There's no if, and, or buts there. <sighs> into your system. Because at this point, we will get to James Cook and we'll sprinkle in Duke Johnson. Devin Singletary is a lock on the roster. So is James Cook. So is Taiwan Jones. Because if I have someone else in my mentions, says that Taiwan Jones, because I talked about that last week, is that Taiwan Jones is not a lock on this roster. I'm going to lose my mind. Because of special teams. Well, I don't know why that's so hard for people to comprehend. That. It drives me nuts. He I'm just not got a contract, right? He yeah. just signed, he signed a contract. Well, like just my mentions are like, the beams. well, Taiwan Jones won't be t- getting carries. Yeah, no, you know what? Like, no, no, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, we know that. He's not, that's, what, that's not what he's doing. He's a special teams player. The Bills need special teams player. Obviously, after the Andre Smith um, fun PED suspension. So the Bills need special teams players. Look. Zach Moss is so fascinating. Devin Singletary is your RB1. James Cook is your third down running back, your pass catcher. Potentially could be grooming into that RB1 or share split carries with Devin Singletary. You took him in the second round. You're going to use him. Like That's just that simple. Zach Moss, where the heck does he fit on this team? It is fascinating. Do we have him in a goal line set? That's where he fits. Or do the Bills want to keep Duke Johnson, who we'll get to in a second, at – the do we want to keep Duke Johnson as a pass catcher? Zach Moss, go, Brian. What do we got? And it's just really tough, especially bringing on James Cook uh, and having Duke Johnson in the in the in the, in the background. Um, I think this is he's got to have an impressive, Trading impressive, yes. impressive, impressive. Like I'm talking impressive reason to keep him on. I really think he's gone. I'm sorry. Uh, I really, there's no way we're going to keep three, well, more four running backs. There's no way, especially with Taiwan Jones being the fifth for special teams. I don't see Duke Johnson playing special teams. I don't see Singletary or no. James Cook playing special teams. So Taiwan Jones, lock. Zach Moss, even though he is on his rookie contract. Mm, man, that's just tough because he's just, he's not <laughs> doing enough to, no. to, to make any consideration for the team. I mean, he, he did more his first year, they but got then he lost touches. They got because injured. Terry started tearing up. Yes. The one thing, Brian, when you talk about Zach Moss and you're like, this is his one reason he could be on the roster. He does something different than that the other running backs on this roster don't do. He is a running back that is built for the goal line inside the tw- 15 to 20 yard line, inside the red zone. He is built to run up the middle and get that extra yard or two when it comes to a goal line set. Singletary is probably the second best there, but he's better out in space. He That's not his specialty, and James Cook is not there yet. And obviously, Duke Johnson is just a pass catcher. Brian, Zach Moss's one thing is running through the tackles in a goal line situation. The Bills don't have anybody else on the roster. So if the Bills value that, and they think that they got their pass catching ability from James Cook, then Duke Johnson gets cut. It's that simple. I mean, that's the one thing he had 200 yards and receiving or something no. like that. So I just, I don't, I don't see him being that guy, even for that position. I do agree with you being at the, the goal line. That's he, the one. He's a North, the, the commentators, he's a North South guy. Singletary's an East West, sometimes North South, but he's more East West. You know how those guys are. I just, no, Zach Ma, I just, I really think that he's, he's got to like severely impress the coaching staff. I think he's gone. I'm sorry. I'm not saying like that that's what I would do. 
And you know, what, Brian, we will end the show with what we think the four running backs will be on this roster. I forgot to tell you that, but we'll oh, end it. Surprise! We'll end, we'll end with that. We'll end with that and Spoiler that. alert. Um, <laughs> but if that's not, I think that's the, if you're if you're on the Zach Moss train, right? Like that's your guy. That's what I'm arguing. That's your number one reason that he can run through the tackles and be a goal line running back. It's if do the Bills value that enough? Or do, do they need think it, we can get no. that with Singletary and James Cook and Josh Allen and a little bit of Reggie Gillum? Do they think we can get that? Enough? Reggie, you got to keep him just because of his blocking. But when yeah, it comes to not- Zach Moss, I don't think Zach Moss. I, he, he's a he's a he's a big boy. He can. Uh, I don't. I just don't think he could block better than Gilliam. Uh, oh, I just don't think he could. Didn't Gilliam get transferred to a tight end, right? He got transferred. Yeah, he's, he's, a yeah, he's, he's a fullback tight end, but he's not in the running back category. Well, he's better at tight end than he than he is at fullback. So yeah. I just, let's let's consider him a tight end. Yeah. Um. But I just okay. If if, if I was on the Zach Moss train and I had to lay an argument out here, Zach Moss is not afraid of running through people. Uh, that that's so that yeah, you're you're one yard one yard. But is he worth a contract to go one yard? We can get Josh Allen do that easily. I, I don't know. I just I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't see it's, it happening. It's, a, tough just, it's just a hard conversation. Do to the have. Bills just want to have a roster spot for a guy that could be just a goal line running back. I think I'm. I'm I, I honestly think as the weeks go on, I talk myself into more of Zach Moss being on this roster. I feel like two when they took James Cook. I was like, yep, see a Zach Moss. But I've talked myself into this roster because I think James Cook does exactly what Duke Johnson does. We'll get there in a second, but does exactly what Duke Johnson does, but better and younger and more explosive. And the Bills valued him as a second round pick. So I think that is where I'm standing right now, but it's a fun conversation. Let's go through the comments, fellas. I appreciate everyone commenting. This is Zach last year to prove himself. Jim, you're exactly right, Jim. This is Zach Moss's last freaking year to prove himself. I, it's his last training camp. I don't like before we get to the year training camp. Like we have to get through training camp for Zach. He Moss. might not make it outside of OTAs. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> might not. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think he has a leg up on Duke Johnson because he knows the system, right? Like he knows the system. He's been there, and but look, this is his last year to prove it, which could be a good thing. He might be one of those guys. Motivation, right, Ryan? You never know motivation this guy hits a different gear which would be dope because if zach moss had a different gear oh, that'd be fun but how are we supposed to know at this point we don't know and i think zach moss is has a lot to prove this offseason this could be a fun training camp for a lot of the well for zach moss and a lot of the players keep moss probably being active on numerous game days though yeah i would say there's a, yeah because he would have to be it would be Singletary, Cook, then Taiwan Jones as a special teamer. So somebody's inactive. Whoever they keep, Duke Johnson or Zach Moss, would be inactive, right? I, th- I think they would honestly they would they would gear more towards Duke Johnson than Zach Moss. When we talk about Duke Johnson, I'm going to give a bunch of reasons why. Uh, it's easy to make that argument versus Zach Moss, who has been very bland two years. He hasn't really done anything to be like wow i mean you could say the same thing about Singletary's first few years but it, he was he's still getting his yards with a minimum amount of attempts 
Yeah. Zach Moss is getting, they were splitting it last year before uh, in 2020. And Zach Moss really wasn't doing much, anything impressive, you know? And he was fumbling the ball. So that's another reason to get rid of him. Christopher coming in, Moss will be cut, I think. Obviously, that's what a lot of people think. We'll get there in, at the end of the show. Bean said he'll bring in on competition for all positions. Yeah, look, that's everybody, GM. They're bringing in competition for every single position. Um, Lone, Wolf coming, Lone Wolf coming in. Duke, in my opinion, will be gone. I think, it, I, think, I think the Bills fan base is split at this point with Duke Johnson or Zach Moss. Um, let's, let's talk him into it. We, I think we're all team Duke over Zach Moss. If he, really? if he had to bust out the whole like uh, stories about Duke versus stories about Zach, what he's done in his career versus what Zach has done. I just, it's, if anybody is going to be Duke Johnson, then again, you know, I'm, I'm right. Uh, I'm about 60% right, but I'm, when I am, I'm hundred percent correct. Just saying. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sophia coming in. Appreciate the comment, Sophia. Um, Moss really disappointed last season. Yeah, it's it was an up and down year for Zach Moss. It was an up and down year for the run game outside of Devin Singletary, really. There wasn't much of anything, and it was more second half Devin Singletary. Um, than you can't anything. say it was embarrassing because the what a, how many rushing yards Josh Allen had. I mean, that was amazing, which we don't like to see him running. No, no, still, it's awesome. No. Bob coming in, he wasn't too effective last year to warn a roster spot. Yeah, look, I, yeah, I'm not on the limb saying here. Zach Moss deserves a roster spot. I was just, we were just laying out the argument for Zach Moss to have a roster spot and where he could fit in on this offense. And if the Bills valued that position enough, he would, he could be at that position. And yeah, Lone Wolf, I only believe only active two running backs. Yeah. Jason, Brian, not agreeing with you, man. Sorry, Brian, but I don't think Johnson makes the roster. Jason, don't forget, I am 100% correct 60% of the time. So take it. Take it as you will. And I Jason, was also right about Christian Raid, but we're not going to go. There. Oh wait, I was going to. Oh, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> oh my god, I had an intro to the show. I was so focused on the Wi-Fi. I was. You're not to- allowed to talk about Christian Wade, oh, Brian. I get it. Okay. He doesn't, cool. he doesn't respond to your emails anymore. No, he doesn't. Just like Michael Vick doesn't respond to my calls. <laughs> Look, if you want to get Christian Wade on breaking tables, I'm, I'll, I'm just going to jump in on the show. You're not even gonna. I'm not, you're, not, you're not even gonna. You're just gonna see me pop up, and I'm just gonna be sitting there. I'm ready to go. You're not even, I'm not even gonna get an invite. Nice, nice. Um, what if they cut both Moss and Johnson? No, no. then, then no. I guess that would be a push, right? I don't know. Then who the heck's the third running back? Uh, who the heck's Taiwan Jones? No. Did Christian McCaffrey just get traded to the Bills tomorrow? Uh, yesterday. No, yeah, you, no. You they're both not getting turn. cut. I don't know why I'm going this. Um, they're both not getting cut. That's pretty simple as that. Before we get to Duke Johnson, because I want to end on Duke Johnson, because then we can tie Duke Johnson back in with Zach Moss, because that's what we'll do. And the show with that, James Cook, James oh. freaking Cook, James Holy fucking cow. Cook. I am so excited for. Oh. You know what, Brian? I love your ending in your show. Oh, it's hilarious. I love this music at the end. I was like, <laughs> you might have to play it to end the show. You might just have Ooh, to play it. I know it's Breaking Tables' right? music, but <laughs> Buffalo Blitz might have to hop on the hop on the Breaking Tables music at the end. Um, 
Brian, when we we obviously we weren't doing the live show together on for the second draft night. We obviously that was our first night when we had breaking tables is four and a half hour live show uh for the day one of the draft. But we were in the chat, you and me and some other people. I as soon as James Cook was drafted, I went to the chat. I was like, Brian, 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 James Cook, James Cook, James Cook, because we were both on that train. Give me your breakdown of James Cook because this guy is going to be electric for the Bills, and I'm Bro, so excited for that. Don't forget, we had we had the show like a week, maybe two weeks prior to the draft. Yeah, we had you on, and we were asking that yeah. question on who was our – actually, that was on your show. It was on your podcast. It was your yeah. podcast. We yeah, talked before, about it. Before we went to the live yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like – I was like, look, I'm, I'm all about James Cook. I mean, this guy's got hands. Uh, he, he splits the pot with um, – I don't even know his name. Zemir That's not important. Zamir White. Zamir White. Okay. Uh, split the pot with Zamir White, and he still managed to get his senior year, get 800 yards and uh, almost 300 yards uh, uh, in the air. I mean, this this guy just takes the little amount of attempts and gets production. It's like that's what we wanted Singletary for, and that's what he did last year. So it's like you get those two together. Holy shit. Am I allowed to swear on your show? I'm just going to do it anyways. Yeah, Holy mother. Oh, wait. I got to do this first. Oh. There we go. All right. Sorry, I'll move that again. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Uh, he, 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 did, he did really good in college, especially his senior year, to be like, wow. And he's on a very just dynamic offense with Singletary and James Cook together. Now, that's a combination that we need on this offense. I'm sorry. End the show on that one. Sorry, Duke. Sorry, Zach. You all suck. Yeah, James Cook coming to the Bills in the second round. One of the great things about him, and I appreciate guys sticking with the Wi-Fi. This is always a fun adventure with the Wi-Fi, but it's the beach house Wi-Fi. But James Cook coming to the Bills, like you said, he split carries and split time with Zamir White this past year which in Georgia, which is great because you don't want running backs like Isaiah Spiller from AM or Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, all the three running backs, some of the three running backs that were drafted this year that were kind of all va- grouped together in the same uh, melting pot there. You don't want them coming with a lot of wear and tear on those legs. James Cook doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his legs at all. And at now all. he's in the NFL and he just wants to do 120%. And there is something about James Cook. I tweeted something early February. I tweeted the video of his touchdown in the college football playoff semi against Michigan, his passing catch, his short pass catch that he took to the house. And I said, I want the Bills to draft this guy immediately because his pass catching ability on this offense is something that the Bills have been lacking. Devin Singletary is a very good running back or good running back. But his strength is not his pass-catching ability. James Cook's strength is his patch-catching ability. Imagine having a running back out of the backfield that his main strength is to catch the ball and break tackles, get to the second level, because his second-level awareness and his quickness is unreal. And I don't want to hear anybody talk about his poor vision because that does not exist and you are not watching the same tape that everyone else has been watching. Because when he gets to the second level, he is a difference maker. And the Bills having a guy on that offense where Josh Allen, when the play breaks down, Brian, when the play breaks down, Josh Allen's scrimming, dunk it off to James Cook, there he goes. When have we had that since LaShawn McCoy? 
You can't yeah. cover him. You cannot cover no. him. You cannot no. cover this guy. How dangerous does this offense become? Oh when the Bills, when, not even when the play, play breaks down. We just have a short pass to James Cook. That's in, that's like installed in the playbook. That wasn't installed in the playbook with Devin Singletary. That's not a strength. Now we have Devin Singletary running back. Like he's can just focus on running the ball through the tackles and all that stuff. James Cook will develop into that eventually. But year one, James Cook will be an elite pass catcher for this offense because there's so many weapons on this team. They will forget about James Cook and his explosiveness to get to the next level. It's so scary good that I'm I'm like shaking. I'm thinking how I'm so excited for it because it's unreal if you're thinking about it for the Bills. You're you're shaking your Wi-Fi out of existence, but I agree with you. There goes uh, the Wi-Fi. But um, yeah. No, I was saying if if you think about it, you're you're 100 correct. I mean, if you had to compare, okay, uh, James Cook's senior year to Devin Singletary's kind of, we call it a breakout year because he actually did good. I mean, he had over uh, plus 800, north of 800 uh, yards rushing. And I think like only like 200 yards passing wise, I get it, whatever. But I mean, James Cook alone, okay, had just as, uh, he had four receiving touchdowns, 285 yards on, on in the air. And a thousand yards just on the scrimmage from the the the, the plus yards, YPAC, yards per after catcher, or whatever they call it. What if you want to break down the stats? And this is like James yeah, Cook, yeah. A splitting YAC. splitting touches with Zamir White. That's why Zamir. What what position does Zamir White get drafted? I can't even recall. I don't even recall hearing his name. Four, he was a fourth. He was a fourth round pick to the Raiders. Okay, that's. I mean, our our scouting team is like, wow, he's got good pedigree, uh, pedigree with with the Cook family. Uh, he, he, I mean, Cook was uh, Dalvin, his brother, and FSU was getting like four hundred touches a season. He only had one hundred and thirteen, I think, touches, and he he still get, managed to get seven hundred and eighty yards or something. That's crazy. This guy can ball and he can catch a ball. Yeah, I missed some of that, Brian, but that's the beauty of the Wi-Fi, guys. We're just... <laughs> All right. I'll just talk to myself. Down. A distant of the Buffalo Blitzer. I'm going good. <laughs> yep, we'll just go up and down. Guys, I, I promise you next week we will be back, and we will be better with Breaking Table. Uh, breaking Table. <laughs> Buffalo Blitz. We'll be back and better with Buffalo Blitz next with, um, with the service. I you guys this um james cook's ability to catch the ball been missing for the last couple of years and i think having james cook on this team will be a plus for this team this team hasn't seen a pass catching running back like this since sean mccoy and if the bills can somehow get back to that style of Style of offense or style of eliteness on the in the running back room, the Bills offense can go to a different um different level. Wi-Fi lone wolf, Wi-Fi on low tide. Guys, yeah, don't Wi-Fi forget is on. Don't forget this guy called uh Marshall Falk. Okay. Yeah, he had a amazing season in ninety-nine where he had north of a thousand and north of a thousand, both rushing and passing. Okay, 
James Cook has that type of build, that type of pedigree, that type of like this guy is serious about football and he wants to play. Okay, uh, he's going to play. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he is like the he's gonna be the next March of Hawk. Watch out for James Cook. I lo- I love Singletary, but when you got a guy like James Cook on your on, on your roster on your field. So not only you're planning for Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. I mean, the list goes down just in the wide receiver yeah. alone. But Singletary got a plan for him, and now James Cook, not just running but catching too. It's how, there's not enough hours in a week for you to prepare for the Buffalo Bills with there's, James Cook on your roster, and that is not a bad thing. That is a great thing. Um. I'm trying to get the freaking comment to come up because the Wi-Fi just doesn't want to get me to freaking comment come up. That was annoying. I was clicking that comment for about 15 seconds. That's fun. Wow. Um, will Cook have more yards receiving or rushing than receiving? He'll have more yards receiving his first year. In his career, I don't know. I think he'll turn into a very good running back. Uh, his first year, he'll be more of a receiving back, and he'll have more, if we're talking about strictly first year, receiving. He'll have more receiving yards than rushing. Um, see him from Alabama. I know a lot about him being an Alabama fan. He's going to be a true weapon for us. When they played Bama, I was cursing like he can't, we can't stop him. National championship game this past year in the college football playoff. James Cook went bonkers. That was that game went bonkers because James Cook was explosive. He's explosive out of the backfield. Boom. He's explosive. That's what he shoots out of a cannon. He gets to the second level and he is as big as some of those linebackers but way faster, and he will fly out of the backfield. And that is something that the Bills have not had in the passing game. This passing game just got better by drafting a running back. That's crazy. That is insane, that is insane bro. And it's it's one thing to do good in a regular season, but when you're doing good against Alabama, who just does nothing but stockpile the NFL with draft picks, that means a lot. And we lost Peter again. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> oh, God, this is unreal. Love it. This is fun. This is the beauty of doing a live show on vacation. I should have just done this at the beach and just what sat well. Sat on the beach. Ooh, bikini. <laughs> I should have sat in the lifeguard chair. Done on oh, jeez, that would have been epic, bro. Imagine just done on the lifeguard chair. Um, I'm going back to this comment from as my mouse just doesn't want to work. Uh, Wi Fi on low tide. Yeah, the Wi Fi is on. Wi Fi is in the Wi Fi is buried in the sand right now, 10 feet deep at this point. Wi Fi is nowhere to be found, and that's the beauty of doing the Buffalo Blitz. But guys. It's not like I'm a one-time thing. I'm back next week, 8 p.m. You guess guess what? You get to see Brian tomorrow night. So it's not like it's not like we're going anywhere. I'll be back next week better than ever. Obviously, once I get to my college house, we'll figure out that Wi-Fi. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. I'll, I'll make sure we get the Wi-Fi we need for that house. Um, where has A Rich and DM3 been? Dave Myers is just they every post you see on Built in Buffalo has a sprinkle of Dave Myers in it. He does, right, Brian? Like, he does everything for us. He does the graphics. Like, this graphic you see right now, the Buffalo Blitz, subscribe, smash that like. That's Dave Myers right there. Everything you see in Breaking Tables, all that stuff, a lot of the stuff is Dave Dave Myers. The opening show of our Breaking Tables was was Dave. Yeah, he does a lot. He 
will be back on live shows. I 100% know that. I've talked to him about that. He'll be back on live shows. You'll see him on my live show. I'm super breaking tables. We'll have him back as always. I never had him once. I still want to get him on. He's like, he him? owes me. He owes me. <laughs> he came on, he still has been on the Buffalo, but he'll come on. A Rich came on last week. No, no, two weeks ago. I know. He, he's He got a new I, job, right? Yeah, he got a new job. That's life. That's life yeah. for you. You, 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 you know, you got to make sacrifices. He will right. be back though. I'm yeah. I'm not he, he conflict of interest on Tuesdays. I'm assuming he'll be back. I know there's been some uh technical difficulties with conflict of interest, and then he'll be back with Bill's Ology on Saturdays. I have no doubt with that. Um, no doubt with that. Those I'm yeah, we're ecstatic about James Cook. Why shouldn't we be? You got a young guy that doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his legs. And the Bills have an elite pass catcher, and he will be groomed into a running back. Brian, did you say the Bills will be twenty-two and zero this year? I did, I did, I did on uh, Monday's show. I really meant to say twenty. You know, after like, I wait, wait a minute, hold on, I'm I'm doing the math on my finger because I'm like on like thirteen drinks deep. I mean, come on, guys, give me a better of the doubt. Just I'm I'm spitballing. I don't sit here and just you know look look up stuff before the show and write stuff down. I just whatever comes to my mind, I say it. So. Yeah, we'll grow 22 and 0 this year. That includes preseason, Jason. So, and we lost Peter again. Yeah. Um, sure. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that, Brian. I want to I want to say I heard that. I did not hear that. Um, guys, check this set out. When Cook on the field will have six weapons at one time, it's gonna be over. So let's see. Evan Singletary, James Cook, Gabe Davis. Stefan Diggs, Dawson Knox, Jameson Crowder. Don't forget. Sure. Shakir. And Josh Allen. And Josh Allen. Shakir, and Shakir and McKenzie. Yeah, no, this is going to be fun. Imagine I wore a GoPro. Imagine I went on a GoPro on a beach. I said Josh Allen, Jim. But yeah, imagine I went on a GoPro on a beach. That'd imagine. Cool. And I did just did the live show on the beach, Buffalo Blitz on the beach. I'm I that'd be actually epic. Brian, I know your show riding a your bike. Show, your show is crazy. Breaking tables is absurd, and I love it. How have you not done an episode from the? Because I'm 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 an I'm an old overweight man. That is yeah, why that you're a stuff. young buck. I think you should be able to do that. So uh, I'm going to live my life by kerosene through you on that activity there, brother. Oh, this and, is- and I'll probably get arrested. Thanks. Thanks, Lowell. <laughs> hey, you got that blurry uh, virtual background, though. You- no, that's just your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that's- <laughs> oh, there he goes. Baby, come back. I don't want to host the show for you, bro. I'm just a guest. <laughs> All right. Uh, analytics, analytics, analytics. I am Dr. Millionaire. Fill in until he comes back. Don't know what happened to him. Uh, he'll be back, though. Um, so, guys, let's keep reading the comments. Here he is, Dr. Millionaire. I'm back. I'm back in the flesh. <laughs> what the heck is going like, on? I try to do my best. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands, bro. It's. I literally just heard my my family downstairs on vacation. He's back. 
<laughs> nice. Oh, oh my nice, god. Nice, dude. What a whirlwind. I'm Dave's about to I know he's not. Dave's gonna be like, Peter, what the hell was that? No, I'm joking. He's not gonna text me that. Dave will Dave won't be mad at me. Brian, we're gonna talk about Duke Johnson before I just go off the cliff again. Because yeah. I'm gonna go off a cliff in about 20 seconds because you know this Wi-Fi is not lasting another eight minutes. So we're gonna oh. talk about Duke Johnson very fast. Fun story about Duke Johnson, University of Miami, baby, all about the U. Oh uh, he got I don't like the U. Oh, don't give me the U, Brian. Hey, I'm in a- Virginia. You shut yeah. your face, okay? Virginia Tech. Whoa, uh, whoa. Ver- finish sorry, Virginia Tech. Sorry. Finish I finished Virginia. You know what? Butch Roll cut me off when I said, you went to Michigan. Even though I know he went to Michigan State, he goes, it's Michigan State. I got yelled at by a player, Butch Roll. Uh, he loves me though. He he's been out a couple times. Um, but yeah, University of Miami. He got kicked out of the stadium because like the security didn't know who he was. Uh, long story short, like it, it was just a long story. At, uh, but yeah, it's kind of fun. He's he's a great guy. I think that he is going to do a lot better in terms of the passing game than any, of the, with the exception of James Cook. So that's why it's very hard to say that Duke Johnson is going to be cut just because what he did in Cleveland in 2017, I mean, this guy in just receiving yards alone had about 700 yards receiving yards, 700 yeah. yards receiving a running back. Who is throwing to him in 2017? Probably Case Keenum. I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow Cleveland football. RG3 throwing to him? Was RG3 still? No, I don't think he was this. playing Cleveland at that time. The quarterback guys, okay, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, what's up, Brian? Yeah, we're we're still live. Okay, okay. Are you live? I'm not fine. Ten seconds. This is gonna go, guys. I appreciate. We're Duke Johnson. I think quickly, Brian. Give me your four running backs quickly. This is nuts. Just give me your Singletary, Cook, Duke. Sorry, Zach. Obviously, Bye-bye. Taiwan. Obviously, Taiwan Jones. Taiwan's a, he's a, he's a, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's he's not going. Anywhere. I have talked myself into Zach Moss, so I'm gonna just keep going right now. Singletary, James Cook, Zach Moss, and then obviously Taiwan Jones, and I think Duke Johnson hits the heave ho. Okay, that was the Buffalo Blitz. I appreciate <laughs> everyone in the comments. What the heck was that, Joe? Thank you. Appreciate it. Somehow. The comment section was, I just went through all the comments again, was absolutely popping for a show that was absolutely a roller coaster. But why, when is it not when Brian from Breaking Tables is on the show? No, when is it man, not? You're, you're, you're building your own agenda here, brother. Uh, don't get me wrong. You're uh, Love your show. Love what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Keep at it, bro. You're, you're I mean, just, you're Dr. Millionaire. Thank That's going to be a thing. Okay. It's going to be a thing. You're Dr. Millionaire. Uh, you just the, the the way you bring different. See, look, look at everyone. Doctor Millionaire, boom. Uh, I I changed that in your behalf. Sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> just what what you're doing with your show, it, it's it's amazing because you're just you're, you're starting fresh. We need some fresh people in the business and uh, getting getting going. And um, like I said, man, I, I'm I'm glad that you're 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 part of the team with Bill and Buffalo, bro. And I appreciate you having me on representing. Thank you, Thank you man. I appreciate it. I love built in Buffalo. I love the Buffalo Blitz every Wednesday. I know this was up and down. Next week, we're back and better. My brother coming in with the best comment. I have one of the best comments I've ever seen. All-time Cinderella stories. Florida Gulf Coast, UMBC, two college basketball teams right there. March Madness. <laughs> and next Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. That's badass, dude. That's that cool. cool. <laughs> and then, Jim, I appreciate it, man. I love the viewers. I love everyone that watches. I will respond and I interact with 
every single freaking comment, even if it takes me to a total different topic, which it does sometimes. But that's why I'm loosey-goosey with my topics. But we love the Buffalo Blitz, and I love built in Buffalo. Thank you, Dave, for having me be part of this brand. I It means a lot. Buffalo Blitz next Wednesday, 8 to 9. Wi-Fi will be good, unless you guys want to see another rocky Wi-Fi session. Brian, breaking tables tomorrow night, 7.30 or 8? What are, what are we starting tomorrow night? Tomorrow, it's, uh, what we changed to 8 o'clock now going forward. Mondays and Thursdays, 8 o'clock. I've got my boy uh, David Kaprosh on. He is the Jay-Z of tailgates when it comes to Buffalo tailgates. So it's going to be an interesting night tomorrow night. Guys, check out Breaking Tables tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Built in Buffalo Network, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Smash that like. Watch us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. I'm Petey DiBiase. My Twitter handle is usually there, but I think Brian decided to kick me out with the Twitter handle, put Dr. Millionaire, but DiBiase <laughs> Peter on Twitter. Brian, hit the music. Let's get oh, out of here, man. Yes, hit the music. It. It's happening. Thank you, Peter. I will see everyone next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Thank you for watching. Let's go.